Yeah, we'll buzz through all that. All right, we're back. We don't know if we've solved the problem, but welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast After Dark. Uh, how do I sound? Good? Better. Yep. Yeah, you too. You too, actually. So maybe that was it. I just changed Wi-Fi's. I don't know. Maybe it was all yeah, my fault. I switched mine, too. I switched mine to the, whatever the five, whatever the hell it is. So as you all know, Beehive Sports Podcast, uh, powered by Swing Juice. Visit swingjuice.com. Use promo code Beehive20. I'll just go over everything again. We'll just start like we never started. Brand new start. Fresh start. Well, I like it. Uh, tonight's episode, we're going to go through some uh, local shout-outs to start off in the buzz and then uh, get into NCAA tourney time, Sweet 16 happening as we speak. The... Then we're going to get into some of the trades. Uh, Tyree Kill, obviously, Devontae Adams are some... Uh, some madness going on. NFL is king. That is for sure. In sports history, three fast facts for you. In the things that sting, we're going to have two uh, main stories. We're going to go back and revisit the uh, golf team, University of Southwest, and the vehicle crash that left nine uh, deceased. Colby Covington, the victim of an assault, allegedly. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. And then the rundown, I have a couple stories to go over. In my hive, we're going to talk about... Uh, Deshaun Watson, the aftermath, everything that's going on with that. And uh, there are some interesting quotes pulled from his press conference today. Let's go. Welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joe and Sketty. The Buzz is brought to you by Bushlight Latte Aluminums are now available uh, anywhere you get your beer other than fancy restaurants. As I previously stated, it is their loss, but I did find that uh, most places I go don't have it unless you're in Warren County. It's a Correct. fucking cry and shame if you ask me, but um, I agree. Yeah, I had a guy uh, I was talking about, well, in the yeah bit there where we got cut off the conference. So another thing that happened was uh, when that guy, the guy who was running the hospitality room, so he would order all the beer that we had. And he was like, oh, it's your birthday. What do you want? And I said, Bush Light. And this guy like sitting at a table goes, we used to drink that shit when I went to Penn State. And I was like, well, you guys must be fucking fancy because at Edinburgh, we drank old German. Uh, we did not have <laughs> the luxury of Bush Light back then. <laughs> That's 30 yep. bucks. I was paying seven bucks a case for old German. So it was. Uh, a, yeah, Pap's Blue Ribbon was ours. That's before it got big with all the hipsters. You were drinking it before it was cool? Yeah, we were the original hipsters. And I didn't want to drink it. I was like, I'm like, I'm paying for the beer, you know let's get Bud Light. And my buddy would say, well, I have the fake ID. So we're getting two cases of paps and that's it. That's where we were at. So 
Yeah, I. Uh, that was my brief stint in college. Yeah, I, we were old German folk up there, and sometimes American light. Yeah. But old German was yeah. horrible. But it was literally yeah. like seven fifty for a case. Yeah, so you can't beat. So that. who's who's think, not going to buy that? That's. I think Paps was like twelve bucks at the time for a case. Twelve, thirteen bucks. It was ridiculous. So Darren in the comments keeps talking shit on the Zags jersey. I'm not a Zags fan. So you're, you know, you should probably just go get yourself a Matt Ryan Colts jersey and pretend like they're going to be good this year because I'm not a Zags fan. I just like Drew Timmy. Number two, handlebars. Does the swirl. He's tough. Probably won't translate to, won't translate to shit in uh, NBA, I wouldn't think, but. You know, he's kind of yeah. like, uh, who was that dude from North Carolina back in the day who was really good? Tyler Hansborough. Tyler Hansborough, yeah. And he played he the league for a little bit, though. Yeah, but he wasn't any good. He, was just like, he, he wasn't great, but he hung around. No, but I mean, he made it. Yeah, yeah, he hung yeah, around. Yeah, but he, he's not like, a, he wasn't a star. Yeah, correct, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that, like, yeah. I could see that being Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy will go to the league and he'll play a long time, but I just love the kid. You know, he's a yeah. uh, fun personality, so I'm all for it. So we're going to start off with some local shout-outs. That's what we were – because uh, the page, I was loading them up with yeah. them this week because there was so many – so much shit going on. So we'll start off, like I said, um, Hagberg with Your Daily Local did the basketball recognition today. So high school basketball locally. Emma Ruhlman cleaned up. She got the – Region six player of the year. And that's what I was saying. I don't think it was 1500. I think I'm like ballparking high, but I'm pretty sure she was over 1400 career points. I, I have no idea. She's got to be I would close. Assume. I mean, she's like been, yeah, playing since she was a freshman. So where's uh stat, stat guy, Darren, do you know anything about Warren <laughs> area women's basketball? Because if you do Emma Ruhlman total, total points, we need that. We need that number. Um, also named Region 6 All-Star, along with her teammate Riley Childress. So they were uh, both named Region 6 All-Stars. Eisenhower had two Region 2 All-Stars. Yep. On the men's side, they had uh, Wyatt Lookenhouse and Kurt Darling. So credit to Mangini. Yeah. Right? yeah that's, his, that's his first year up there, isn't it? First full yep. season. And he did yep. a nice job coaching and everything. So that's cool. Yep. Uh, a fellow Snake teammate. So I was glad to see that he's having some success he's really good at basketball though i play with him on sundays yeah. and he's just kind of yeah. he's kind of just a freak athlete to begin with though but uh yeah. and then uh region five tommy nyquist parks ordaway tommy's another one who plays on sundays with us sometimes and he just was like just kind of shoots from wherever he wants and it typically goes in i didn't so realize he's, he's he's a sophomore did i see that correctly yeah yeah I, I thought he was a little bit older than that. I mean, he, that kid's mm -hmm. been grinding, you know, he's always grinding down at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's got a few years left. I didn't see what Parks was. Is Parks Mark's kid? I have no idea. I think he is. If if Swanee's still in here, because I've seen him in the comments, he would know the answer to that. Yeah, he but would I'm know pretty, the answer. He probably knows the answer to the Ruleman points, too. That's yeah, our high right school does. guy. Yeah, it is our high school guy. Uh yeah, so just shout out to them real quick. Nice job, nice seasons. Uh, Emma is going on to play college ball. I don't know about Riley. I'm sure she is because she's pretty good. She's probably doing something. Pretty good athlete. Uh, Todd Honhart, 
first ever career 300 game and first ever at in Elks Club history. There's been bowling. There I, I was surprised years. by that. Yeah, I, I, that years. shocked me. I'm not surprised by it. Those guys are fucking pounding a beer frame. <laughs> Fair point. Fair yeah, point. there ain't no perfect okay. games happening down there. So I don't know. I, that'd be my question for Todd when I see him next. My question is going to be, how many beers did you have throughout the course of this? But he he brought up like a cool point in that interview he did where he's like, uh, what his knees felt like in the tenth frame. I didn't. I didn't read the full article. I just saw. Oh, that. like he's talking about like he just kept telling himself to make sure. He still continued with like good upper body strength throwing the ball because uh, when you get that close, like your knees start to get weak because you're starting to get nervous and shit. Yep. Knee, yep. Knees, knees weak, arms are heavy. Yep. Vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. It's a pretty good copyright claimed. Yeah. You ain't going to fucking get much from us. <laughs> I can have this. I'll give Eminem a I'll give him a 15 pack of uh, latte aluminum bottles and yeah they might they might take the video down but uh no so that's cool uh Tanner Stewart third in the Keystone state championships and I don't know his exact age but he's in I think he's in middle school right I have no idea He's young, and I know that I was told that uh, he goes up to Erie. Well, he's in the Rambler Wrestling Club, but, like, he goes up there a few times a week for, like, practices and stuff. So he's going to okay. end up – yeah, he, he could have a bring – a, bring war in a state championship when he gets up into his high school days for sure. Those kids are all good athletes, though. So. Yep, yep. All right. So we're going to get into the tourney. Go go Cougs. What did I say last week when Pelly was on? I, you, your pick looks pretty hot right now. Dude, they're playing good good basketball. They're good at defense. And I mean, but they've beaten everybody by double digits. Yep. Look out, Nova. That's all I have to say is tomorrow night. Look out, Nova. Uh, now that I'm kind of talking some shit, they'll probably won't won't <laughs> do anything, but get beat by 20. Uh, so wait in the in Pelly's pool, are you Jimmy G? No, I I didn't put in a single bracket. I wonder who somebody's name's Jimmy G, and I I just assumed it was you. <laughs> so, somebody smart. No, what it sounds they're, like well, they're, they're winning, currently winning. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know who they are though. I thought I I legitimately thought it was you. Nope, it's not me. I would like to take claim for that, but no. Oh. Maybe there's actually a Jimmy with the last name G. Just he's cool. Also, just for the record, I looked it up since we're talking about it. Uh, St. Peter's is winning. Peacocks, let's go. I got it on the TV over here. Up to okay, because I have them plus twelve and a half right now. So that's hey. so far you, so you're good. You're the curse. Now they're gonna lose. Everyone go lay everything on uh, Purdue. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, anyways, back to back to uh, well, bracket wait, wait, stuff. Whoa, Did whoa, you do whoa. what? No, hold on. We got to bring this comment up from Darren. They'll underperform in the last few rounds, huh? Kind of like Matt Ryan when he was up twenty-eight-three. Darren, Ooh. is that kind of like that? All right. Yeah, go and Tori, Tori's right. Also, that uh, it is uh, National Peacock Day. So, if 
All, all things pointing towards St. Pete's winning this game tonight. Um, did you do any brackets? I did no brackets, no. Okay, because I'm like in, in, in Pelly's pool, I'm currently like in ranked like 20th. There's a shitload of them. But who do you have one in? I have Houston beating UCLA. So wow. is tonight tonight's UCLA and uh, Car- North Carolina going right? to roll them up. You shut your dirty whore mouth. They are not. <laughs> UCLA is still feeling that sting from the buzzer beater last year against the Zags. And North Carolina is not that good. They'll lay an egg. No, they're not. I'm, I'm shocked they're still around. I'm shocked Duke's still around. I really want them to lose so bad. I hate yeah. Coach K. Can't stand him. There's a... It seems like, from what I can gather, that you either look like you either love that guy or you hate that guy. Yeah, there's there's not much indifference, except for he, I actually really wouldn't know how to answer that question. I I wouldn't know what side of the aisle I would fall on for that. So I just said that, and then now I'm thinking about myself, and I don't love or hate him. So I'm actually wrong. You can be indifferent about Coach K because I just don't care. I I mean, uh. Pelly texted me this morning and he is like, he, he wants more coach K he's mad that he's retiring. And I mean, they ended that game on like a 20 to four run, right. To beat Texas. Yeah. Tech. Cause that was another one. If I would, if Texas tech would, cause that's what I had. I had Texas tech beating Duke. It worked out that way the whole way. And then Texas tech had, I think they even had to lead at half, but blew it. So who, you yep. didn't do one. You said you didn't do a bracket. Didn't do a single bracket. No, nope. did you not do a one? Completely blind. But busy man. Got a lot of and stuff me- going on at the house. Meanwhile, I literally would have thought, like, if I didn't even ask you that tonight, I would have continued thinking that that Jimmy G was yours because I thought that the last two weeks or since St. <laughs> Patty's Day, whatever it is. Sorry to disappoint you. Maybe it's Tory. I don't think so. No, but is I'm I'm gonna be on a mission to figure out who that is though. But yeah, uh, the the win over Arizona really helped me because there was a lot of people in the hunt who had them winning it. So Houston yep. beating them is is good. Now I just need them to knock off Villanova. They do that, I'm gonna be starting to starting to feel it a little bit because they need what three more wins. Elite Elite Eight sounds. Final four championship. Yeah. Three wins. Yeah. Yeah. Math. Yep. Um, so math is hard. Math. Uh, yeah. I don't, know. I don't see. Pelly told me this morning if Houston wins the whole thing, I will win his pool by a landslide. Is what he said. <laughs> so no one else has Houston. Oh, no. No, not one person. No. There you it's, go. It's the only teams left that are really, I think, were picked is Duke, Kansas. There might be a couple UCLA's. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's it's still. We'll see what happens tonight. St. Pete's is just continuously screwing up everybody's bracket, which is pretty kind of funny. I'd love to, to see it keep going. Yeah, it's, it. it's it happens every year. There's always one team that does what they're doing. I love the underdog. I'm a fan as well. All right, on to you. Uh, want to get into these trades a little bit? We might as well. I mean, things bu- busted loose right off, or right after we went off air. 
Well, we'll uh, share some thoughts. We'll start with uh, Tyree Kill. Um, this one was really rough for me. Uh, I kind of think that you should always get value for a player. If you can't re-sign him, a guy like Tyree Kill, unload him and get the picks. However, the Chiefs are right there on the verge of winning the Super Bowl. I don't understand why you get rid of the guy. I would have kept him for one more year made another run, hopefully you get one, and then just let them walk and, you know, sure you lose the picks, but, hey, you have another Super Bowl. Who cares? Um, Miami, I like what they're trying to do here. You're loading up. Waddle has no excuses to to uh, be terrible now. It'll be interesting to see how it works out. I really like their uh, really like their offseason so far. Address the line. You know, you land a guy like Hill. Now you just got to convince him that, hey, you don't need to run deep routes. We're just going <laughs> to hit you with slants and uh, – McDaniel's offense and, you know, get you the ball in space and let you make people miss. Um, so we'll see, see how it plays out. But man, that's a lot of money. And that's a lot of, a lot of picks to give up for a wide receiver. The, the one thing they did last year with Waddle that they could definitely do with Hill is exactly what you said, because they, they succeeded with Waddle by getting him the ball and letting him go with it. And, you know, in which, space. which is, which is what McDaniel, you know, I mean, I'm assuming he's going to have a similar offense to what um, Shanahan ran, which was, you know, hey, let's just get the ball to these guys and, you know, let them run, run with it. Get them on that slant and go. Which, you know, I think another thing people are forgetting, you know, uh, the Dolphins team is fast right now. I think Brendo brought up Chase Edmonds to me, but, like, pretty sure Mostert's faster than he is. Like, that, they have some speed on that team. They utilize it correctly. They can, they can be a little bit of trouble there in your uh, AFC East. I, as long as two is their quarterback, I'm not concerned. Well, they got Teddy Two Gloves back there, and I think Teddy Two Gloves can throw an eight-yard slant just as good as Tua can. You know, <laughs> I do like Teddy. Yeah, I started. I, mean, I really. I think if they started him, I would probably be a little bit more worried. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, honestly, is as happy as you have to be with this trade. If you're the Dolphins, you also have to be kind of concerned because, man, if. If you can't succeed with the weapons they have there now, you just don't have it. You know, they address that line. You know, two has got no excuses, I, I feel, at this point, to not succeed this year. He, he's got to take a step forward or they got to start looking someplace else. Darren says Mostert will be a threat for about three drives until his ACL explodes. That's <laughs> Darren, Darren's just Darren's just mad because he has to watch another washed-up quarterback this year, the Colts. Where good quarterbacks go to die. Well, what uh, one last rock? <laughs> okay, well now we're now by that logic we're calling Carson Wentz once a good quarterback. I mean, he actually had an okay year last year. The team was just Carson he's Wentz throwing to stinks. nobody. The uh, you I told you my theory. What the, I saw on Coward today, they were showing numbers that slightly better or about the same completion percentage as Josh Allen, same touchdown to interception ratio. And I can't remember. There was other one other stat they had where they were like basically the same guy. I was shocked. It was Josh Allen. It was the, what does he do with the blind audit or yeah. Yeah. But if Josh Allen had fucking the running game, Carson Wentz had last year, he'd be throwing 20 for 24 every game. And his completion percentage would have been fucking way higher than it was. Like Wentz did that because he, if they had you, nobody respects the run when they're playing Buffalo. Not one team has I mean, ever been like, "We're gonna fucking stop these guys from running the ball." That's all you do when you play the Colts. 
What's the attempts? Look at the I attempts. Mean, Tell me the attempts. You can give me completion percentage all fucking day I'd, long. I'd have to look at. But without Darren, stack guy Darren, give me attempts, Carson Wentz, attempts, Josh Allen, 2021. Because I will bet you that those two numbers are significantly different. Oh, I, I would assume so. Buffalo doesn't right. run the football. That's what I'm saying. So that completion percentage, like, comparison's trash because he's throwing it a thousand times more than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz should, should be completing 20 of 25 every game because all he has to do is hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor, play action fake every once in a while, but somebody's open. So shouldn't Allen be completing 40 of 50 passes then? No. Well, why not? Because that's all they do. <laughs> You drop eight guys into fucking coverage. Name a guy who's going to complete 40 or 50 when they're dropping seven, eight back every fucking play. <laughs> then you should adjust your play call if it's not working. Al, all right, Alan, it's holy yep. shit. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, so let's see what fucking weasel dick Wentz was. It was going to be nothing. Anyways, that's not bad. That's still over a. It's so many more though. It's 130 more. Math. That's like that's like almost a hundred more than Jimmy tried to throw this year. Jimmy was hurt. I think he missed two or three games. Yeah, but he's still like four four thirty, four forty, something like that's that. That's nobody's fault but Shanahan's. <laughs> and you know that. You know that that is true. <laughs> because every time they start hucking it around, you get pissed off. So Well, they huck it early. Okay, back wait, to the back to the Colts. Back to the Colts. What did yeah. I tell you the other day? Same thing I told Darren because Darren was sending me all these reasons why Matt Ryan's better than uh, Josh Allen. And it was like MVP, oh, no, I've not. one MVP, no MVPs, one NFC championship, no NFC championships. Yeah, Matt, Matt Ryan was good six years ago. He was awesome. I told you. Frank Reich's theory when looking for a quarterback is one team's trash is another team's treasure because they just apparently they just keep going after like you're not going to develop Matt Ryan he's only going to play maybe another two years right what year was he how many no, years is he I don't, live? he's he's thirty I want to say he's like thirty five or thirty six yeah I don't. I just don't understand. I, I was like, shocked. They're trying to go Rams is what I think. Yeah, but still, like, I'm sorry. I think me and Kylie kind of argued about this earlier in the week, but I would I would take Jimmy G over Matt Ryan at this point in their careers all day. I would take Baker Mayfield over Matt Ryan at this point in his career all day. Like, it, it has to be just the compensation these teams are asking for, like where the Falcons were like, yeah, fuck it. Give us a third. That's good enough. Like, what what were the what are the Browns asking for Mayfield? I heard it's basically what they want. Well, yeah, it's basically what they the same thing the Niners are asking for with Jimmy. It's like a second plus something. And they're just not there's no way. Why would a team I, like, give you that when you the Browns like he's not gonna start? The Browns put out all this information about how they want an adult at quarterback and uh, Mayfield was bad in the locker room. Now you got players like OBJ saying they'd be interested in coming back since Mayfield's gone. Like the Browns allowed yeah. all this to happen and drag this dude's name through the mud. And then they're pissed because nobody's offering them a lot of 
compensation for him. We'll, we'll, we'll get to this later when we go in our uh, My Hive. That'll be yeah. part of our yeah, giant well, breakdown this whole thing. It makes no yeah. fucking sense, but... Um, yeah, I just, I don't know what the, I don't understand what the Colts are doing with Matt Ryan. I just, his best football is behind him. You know, it's, we saw what happened this year when his best, he doesn't his best, have stud wide receivers. <laughs> his, like, his best football starts stopped happening in the third quarter of the Super Bowl. Correct. Like three years ago. Correct. He has not been good. Yeah, it really has not been good since then. Never been the same since. Never been the same Uh, since, yep. So, Devontae, let's get to him real quick. I know you kind of touched on it, but uh, he just wanted to be with fucking Derek Carr. Apparently, yeah. I I was surprised by that, too. Which also, I guess we probably should we should have started here because that's what ended up making Tyreek Hill leave the Chiefs is they were close on the deal, saw the money the Raiders gave Adams and said, well, hey, we're not even close. There's uh, a, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I was just I don't know. First and a second for Adams. Like there's another one, you know, if he wasn't going to play on the franchise tag, the Packers did the absolute right thing. Agreed. You know, get the picks for him. Um, I think a first and a second is kind of a lot to get up for a receiver anymore. And, you know, the way these receivers are coming out of the draft now, you know, Jefferson, Chase, you know, that's two years in a row. These guys have been sub. A.J. Brown, when he came out, was a stud. Metcalf, I mean, it just seems like these receivers are coming out and they're ready to play right now. That's, that's a lot to give up when you could get that in the draft. Quick update. Purdue uh, is up four right now, ten minutes to go. Yeah. Pl- sure. Plenty of time. Plenty of time for the Peacocks. Uh yep. Yeah, somebody said here too, Darren, I'll put that up. Uh, and that's the other thing I saw today. Like, he just has always eyed the Raiders. He is a California kid, I believe. Yep. He went to Fresno. I mean, played yep, with Fresno. Derek Carr. So, um, it's just kind of, you know, that was one. That, and you're right, though. That's where the – when Rodgers returned, the dominoes started falling for quarterbacks. When Adams got traded, now yep. it's like fucking chaos for wide receivers and nobody knows. It's just, they're starting this, and this is another thing we'll touch on in a little bit in a couple of the other segments, but it's, my prediction for wide receivers is what's going to happen is they are going to become expendable, like as expendable as running backs. If you think about the last few draft classes for, or the last few NFL draft classes, been pretty deep at receiver. Yep. Yep. It, it's, um, uh, I can't remember who said it to me. If it was Craig or Bacchetti. One, one of my group chats, someone said wide receiver is the new running back. Like it is. Why are you paying these guys? You yeah. Know, it, it, I, I agree no with point. that. It, Cause nothing's ever going to change with the, the positions you want to overpay in my opinion, or quarterback offensive line and defensive line. That's where you want to agree. put all of your money. And, uh, Running backs, you know, we've seen that whole trend fade out big time. I mean, yep. think about think about McCaffrey and Barkley and the trade rumors that were happening pre-free agency yep. and what, what's happened with them. Yeah. I mean, you know. Nothing. No, one, no one's going to pay for them because, especially those guys, you don't know if they're going to stay healthy. Uh, right. And even like. Look at look at Zeke, and it, not so much with Barkley, but with CMC. You've already paid that man, like. Who think about Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Zeke, 
CMC now, all these guys that get these big money contracts as running back, what do they get? Maybe one good year after they get their big money. I don't know yeah. what Henry's deal is. He might he might be the only one on although I he think, was hurt all last year. So Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it to me, the wide receivers are gonna in the eyes of general managers become a dime a dozen just like running backs have. Yep. And like I said, the draft classes, the way they're shaping up, sure, we'll we'll grab this guy in the and, and but with that said, you know, you might start seeing receivers go earlier because you do want those top tier ones as opposed to running back where you're still looking third, yep. fourth round, and you can find a guy plug and play and he'll be just fine. But like take these top tier receivers, you're gonna have them on their rookie deals for fourth year and maybe a fifth year option. And then yeah, fucking yeah, head, go to Jacksonville. Let them fucking yep. pay you, you know, twenty five mil a year, and we'll next man yep. up, uh, you know, as far as we go. Yeah, I mean, I, we'll see how it all plays out, but hopefully, you know, not that I want to root against anyone, but you you take, you know, Adams and and uh, Hill just left two of what the top three quarterbacks in the NFL currently. We'll say, uh, you know, I don't know how you want to rank Mahomes, Rodgers, and Allen. But it's two of the top three quarterbacks. You left to go play with Derek Carr and Tua. Let's see what happens when you're playing with an average quarterback, right? You know, see, see what your numbers are like. I, I think these deals are going to get, you know, and the Jags, the Jags are to blame for most of this because they gave Christian Kirk twenty one million dollars, which is just yeah. completely freaking asinine. I I totally agree with what you just said. They they are you know, to blame for what just happened because they set the bar, and now you have guys yep. like Adams Hill. Even Diggs, there's rumors going around yep. on Twitter right now that Diggs might be like, "Well, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sick to my stomach right now." I'm, you know, because Niners need to extend Bosa and Debo this year. And yeah. I was thinking, like, okay, they both seem to love it there. Maybe they get in at around, you know, forty million a year combined for both of them. And now I'm thinking, like, that's going to be fifty closer to sixty, probably what it's looking like with the way they're handing out money. It just makes me sick. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just I don't know how it's going to pan out with Diggs even, but yep, you know it, it, it's the way it falls. And he's you know they they brought him in to develop, speed up the development of uh, Allen. It, it paid off. Yep, you know it's worked. Yep. But at this point now, is it like well, how much money does he want? Do you let him walk and you know yep. get you, you still got Gabe Davis? Uh, they just signed Jamison Crowder, which I actually was looking at some numbers. I like Yep, that's not a bad signing. It's not nearly. I like that. He he fills that kind of slot need for him. I I think that's a if he can stay healthy. He was banged up, you know, last year. If he stays healthy, I think that's a good acquisition for the Bills. Yeah. So, and there's still some unsigned at this point, but that's yeah. I don't know. It's just the yep. the Jaguars are 100 percent to blame for this entire thing. For yep. fuck for Christian Kirk. Yep. It blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Like, give up a fourth round pick and go get fucking Amari Cooper. You know, do do something. But the uh, point of the banner, NFL is king. There is no free agency like the NFL has been, and it just keeps getting in more and more fucking crazy. Like as years pass, uh, it's not even close. Like, I guess some people yeah, would it, it, form, uh, used to compare it to, say, NBA free agency was pretty wild as well. But yep. it, anymore, it, it's just a, 
No one's safe. And it's, <laughs> you know? it, it, no and one it's not safe. even it's not even just the free agency. It's been the whole offseason has just been nuts. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, a lot of it's great. You know, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Brandon Bean did say uh I think it was on Pat McAfee. They asked him if he was if he would ever trade Josh Allen and he said he'd trade himself first. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes I me feel good. That. I don't I don't yeah. I don't uh think that he's gonna be going anywhere, but uh who you know it's just a matter of like who's next. You just never freaking know anymore. Yep. So Yep. All right. Uh think we're good. We're gonna take a quick break. Get back with uh, three fast facts in sports history. The buzz is brought to you by Bush Light. Latte Aluminums now available wherever you buy your beer. See you in a few. Whenever you crack open a Bush Light, the mountain starts singing. It's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you. What is going on? Hit it, giant Kenny G. So smooth. And for the mountains of Bush Light Beer. Hi, this is Brian Hagberg, and I wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new website, yourdailylocal.com. Your Daily Local is your new home for news, sports, and events in Warren County and beyond. Our goal is to cover the people, places, events, and happenings that matter to you in a variety of ways, including writing, video, and audio. And the best part, all of our content is available for free. Head to yourdailylocal.com to get the news you need when you need it. Let's take a look back at this week in sports history. This week in sports history brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit yourdailylocal.com for the news you need when you need it. Real quick before we get into sports history, Hunter is claiming we're forgetting something and that it's Amari Cooper who started the uh, the greediness apparently. I mean, if you're talking, is, is he talking about Hunter? Are you talking about, yeah, the contract he signed with Dallas? I, yeah, I mean, that was five years, $20 million a year. That's less than Christian Kirk is getting. Right. And he's so, significantly better than Christian Kirk. A lot better. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if we're talking about. Yeah, and Hopkins like, was $27 the, million a year. The, the point of us talking about the receivers and Jacksonville being to blame is because they legitimately overpaid a guy who, uh, he's good, yeah. But we're yeah, not twenty in in, in the realm of in the re- is he top ten? Is he a top ten receiver? Not even close. Right. I don't know if he's top twenty. I mean, he put he, he like put up some decent numbers. I but, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still on board that Jacksonville fucked the whole thing up, and it's just where I'm at with it. All right. Yep. While we're trashing Hunter, we might as well carry on with the first sports history fact. 1971, the Boston Patriots become New England. And uh, about 30 years later, when they became relevant, that's when everybody started to hate them. So 1971, that was when uh, 
everybody, you know, kinda, nobody cared about them until about 2001, though. So, number two, we have 1988. Mike Tyson. So, Robin Givens demands full access to Mike Tyson's money. That was uh, his wife, was Robin Givens. Yep. Uh, the reason I threw this one on here is because Mike Tyson's been named in sports history, I would bet you, at least 25 times. Because every time I go look through life. those facts, he has had an eventful life. So because of that, I even threw in a bonus fact. 1995, uh, Mike Tyson was released after serving a three-year prison sentence. Nice. Last but not least, Lawrence Taylor pleads guilty for misdemeanor or misdemeanors of sexual misconduct, sentenced to six years probation. Seems light. I understand it's misdemeanor, uh, but they are sexual misconduct. So I don't know. I'm not a judge. Yeah. So, that, you know, I don't know what to even add with that. That's it for our three fast facts. We're going to come back to, after a short break. This week in sports history is brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit Your Daily Local for the news you need when you need it. Here comes round two. Of everybody's new favorite segment, Skeddy On. Hey there, everyone. This is Phil with JP Photography. I know, I know. A photography ad on a sports show? I get it. You're here for sports talk and listening to Joe and Skeddy's insane rambling. Wait, what? But bear with me for a few. I just want to tell you that JP Photography not only offers wedding photography, but also does events, engagements, headshots, family photos, and even some product photography. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for JP Photography or go directly to our website at johnphilphotography.com. That's J-O-N-P-H-I-L photography.com. He's absolute trash. Skeddy on. Let's have a listen to what Skeddy's on this week. Zero percent chance that works. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh at the beginning every of every time. That video is fucking hilarious. Every time. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have uh, Skeddy on bonus this week. So he's yeah. actually going to go in on two things. So let me uh, cue his music. All right. Well, I'd personally like to thank the Bucks and the Rams for doing what Dan Snyder's tried to do for the past however many years he's owned the Washington Redskins and turning the NFL into the NBA. This insane offseason that we're seeing is a direct result of these two teams selling everything, going all in to win one Super Bowl, and actually getting it done. And now we have a just completely insane offseason, teams completely ruining their future, to sell out when only one team can win a ring every year. It's an absolute joke. The league is ruined, and we can only hope to see these teams, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Dolphins, fail, crash, burn, just completely be terrible so that we can get back to the way football should be, which is building through the draft and maybe a little bit of a key offseason acquisition. That's it. That's what I got. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. I'll buy that. I'll buy I, that. I told you. I'll buy I told that you this was going to happen. Well, yeah, I it, 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 half the reason I'm rooting for the Bengals was 
This is nobody, gonna turn everybody wants to do what everybody else is doing and succeeding. And nobody wants to build the dynasty anymore. Exactly. It, like it's dynasties, all just, dynasties are gone. Forget the future. We'll all just go all in for one year and screw it. Hopefully we get it done. But like we discussed last week, only one team can bring the ring home every year. You know, it's some of these franchises have set themselves back a long, long way. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. All right. So we're on to the bonus, Skeddy on bonus. Yeah. Also drive me a little bit nuts. Now, I want to start out by saying I can't stand Brittany Griner. Never been able to stand her. Don't like her. Her stupid little huh, 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 laugh that she does. Sounding like an idiot. Thinking that she can beat Boogie Cousins or any man that's not me or you sitting here <laughs> in basketball one-on-one. Just can't happen. She's an idiot. But for people to go out and actively say this is good what's happening to her right now blows my mind. Is this a teaching moment for her and her anti-American stances? Yes, absolutely. But she's still an American. We got to bring her home. Ten years in jail in Russia for a freaking vape cartridge is absolutely insane. If you look at this, they can hold her, I believe it's 18 months, they can hold her before they even have to uh, put her to trial. It's just a scary, scary situation with everything going on in the world. You don't have to like her stances. I get that, but man... She's got to come home, and hopefully she learns something from this and realizes this country is great for what it is and not to be bashing it all the time, thinking that it's some, whatever, dictatorship here where you have no chance to succeed. It's hopefully a teaching moment for her. I agree. I'm buying both Skedion's today because we had this discussion. It is a rarity, but we had the... Discussion on the post I put up because I said bring her home and there's you know people like well she shouldn't have broke the law well no shit she shouldn't have broke the law but if you think that they're not gonna they're not gonna extend this out as long as they can because of politics and all the shit that's going on and Russia being fucking rogue as hell and everybody you know uh, withdrawing any type of financial deals they have with them or whatever like they're gonna use this to their advantage because they know it's big news oh absolutely. It's big news. Absolutely, they are. Yep. yep. If it was, and I mean, it, if it's me or you, they probably would have kicked us loose by now. Oh yeah, and I, I still, you know, partially of the belief that she might not even had anything on her. They might have just said, "Hey, this is a good person to grab. Let's set her up and and hold her." This is, you know, it's basically a hostage situation in my eyes. Well, uh, see, then we don't know because though, they can't talk to her. Well, they have talked to her. Did, just did that, come just out and the day the day I put up that post saying bring her home was the first day that they were were able to like yep. speak with her or the day before whatever it was but it was within that realm of time but anyways the that and that's kind of like what I was saying with it is Russia's already being accused of breaking international law by not allowing the United States to speak to her. And make sure that everything is fine. Now they did come back and say like she's in good health. They take they are you know yep. they're not mistreating her or anything like yep. that. But it's just the fact that they're holding on and and it's yep. Darren, brilliant fucking idea. Griner versus Putin one on one for her freedom. <laughs> I don't know if she could take Putin. Like I feel like Putin dude, he's would like do some sort of he's like, like five he'd six. do like a knee chop or something. 
Yeah, but he'd do like a knee chop or something well, to take her out and be like, is it, no is foul. It, is it, <laughs> yeah, is it prison rules or is it like, are they going to have an official? She, she might be able to bow him up. I don't know. And Hunter, agree with you. If you're cool with another American being held captive for political egos, you're not an American. I, and I agree. And that's what we're saying. You know, some people, like when I put that post up, we're like, well, she fucking said the national anthem shouldn't be played in the WNBA. Nobody cares because the five people who watch the WNBA probably don't even notice that it's being played or not. It, it, like, that does not matter to me. I don't give a shit if she wants it there yeah, or doesn't. I, I mean, uh, nobody watches, anyways. But. Yeah, I, so I mean, my, I think my problem can, is she's can, an American. Bring her home. Yeah, absolutely. And you can think to yourself, well, hopefully she learned something in this. You know, like, I'm, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm happy to see that this happened to her, but it's like, okay, well, you talked a bunch of smack and now you're actually getting a taste of what you said is going on. So right. hopefully you learn from this, but we still got to bring her home. She, you know, she doesn't deserve to be over there, you know, for whatever, 10 years again for a vape cartridge. I, I mean, that's insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. The, you know, the the point, you know, and that's the whole thing is what, you know, what we've said time and time again is it's just, yeah. she's probably getting a taste of how, how shitty it can be other places. Cause a lot of people yeah. for some reason tend to think that the, the ones who believe it's so bad here, I, I, that just blows my mind. Like, I'm like, are you aware yeah. of any other places at all? And some of the laws that they have and the things that, you know, the way yeah. they treat people. Like, I mean, China, for example, who like they ban yeah. cartoons, they ban like dumb shit yeah. because they, they, it bothers the government. It has nothing to do with the people. They, they control everything. They just, there. they just banned all Keanu Reeves movies because he's pro Tibet. <laughs> so I can't imagine if I was Chinese, I can't watch John Wick. Like, no, nah, that's enough. That revolution is coming right there. A lot of people in America, I am not one of them, would argue that that'd be fine because they think he's a terrible actor. Uh, well, he's he's got some bad movies. He's a solid person, real, real he good person. He catches a lot of flack for being a bad actor, though, and I don't think that he is. Yeah, no, he's got good movies. I mean, he's not oh, great. Yeah, he's, he's got, got, good got some bad movies. He's got some really good movies, but like, you know, the dude donated how much money he made on the Matrix to all the special effects team. <laughs> you know, like. Just like starts a freaking goes and plays hockey league with people. <laughs> Tori's one of Tori's one of those people, I guess. He just thinks, yeah. Uh, how, how, how do you no. watch John Wick and think that that's a bad movie? I, I just don't know. Like, why is everybody? What makes him bad? Like, tell me something like that. Like, I would say, I would say his acting range is not very. He can't play a lot of different roles. Okay, well, like let's, you can do, put him let's in the do this. Roles and he's okay. He was a fine little league coach in hardball. Okay. Correct. Yep. He was good in that role. Yep. He was uh, the chosen one in the Matrix. He did great there. Yep. On, uh, in the first one. I didn't like, I didn't like any of the yeah. other ones. The first yeah. Matrix was badass. Oh, that was. Yeah. Uh, John, John Wick speaks for itself. Correct. Yeah. I, I, again, don't really like the second and third ones too much, but the first Wick is just awesome. Wasn't he in like Bill and Ted? He was or a something? great quarterback. Oh yeah, fuck! The replacements. Ted. Great Shane great Falco. Shane yeah. Flacco. Yep. Falco. Falco. Yep. Shane not, Falco. Not Flacco. Falco. Speed wasn't too yep. great. Yeah, he wasn't very mobile, but he he had a pretty good arm, and he drew up a hell of a play at the end of the game to win. Well, yeah. Well, Darren's talking about the movie Speed. Oh, 
where they're on the bus. It's him and <laughs> Sandra Bullock, I think. I don't know. I was still breaking down his. I was breaking down his quarterback skills. <laughs> Completion percentage not that. Constantine, great. yeah, fuck yeah, Josh, right yeah. here. I'm with Josh. Yeah. Constantine was a good movie. Yeah, I get it, Darren. You meant the movie Speed. I was talking about his mobility in the pocket. Uh, we are not the same. Sports. I think he actually runs for a big first down, maybe even touchdown to win it. He all. does. Yeah, you he know, pass. It's a throwback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But anyways, uh, totally off track. <laughs> yeah. We went We went from Brittany Griner and Russia being terrible to China being terrible and banning Keanu Reeves to breaking down uh, his abilities in the pocket in the movie The Replacements. <laughs> so that's how we roll, I suppose. All right. Uh we're going to take a break. We'll be back with the things that sting. Hey there, everyone. Blue Line Auto, located at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, East in Warren, is locally. Jones Pest Control, your hometown pest control company, servicing residential and commercial properties in Warren and surrounding areas since 2015. Sean and his crew will work tirelessly to keep your home or business free of insects to rodents and everything in between. Contact Jones Pest Control at 814 814- Two three zero nine five four eight, and set up an appointment today. And remember, ants, spiders, bees, or mice don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control eight one four two three zero nine five four eight. Check out means sales and services with two locations on Warren's east side. Their garage at eight hundred Lexington Avenue not only services cars sold by means, but has knowledgeable staff and modern state of the art equipment waiting to serve their hometown of Warren. Whatever you need, including alignments, tires, brakes, yearly or enhanced PA inspections, oil changes, and much more. Make your appointment today at 814-723-7191, extension 2. Now time for the things that sting. The worst stories in sports, according to Joe. <laughs> okay, I just want to explain something really quick. You know, you know how they 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 talk about uh, Josh Allen and Big Cat on Pardon My Take said that he has the smash every button play where he screws up and yep. does something insanely stupid. I just did that with my mouse yep. and I played the start of three different commercials before I got to the right one. <laughs> I could hear all of it. I was wondering what was going on over there. I was just pointing and clicking. And it was, yeah, no, it was fucking pure chaos. Pure, absolute chaos. Things and Stings brought to you by Jones Pest Control. Ants, spiders, bees, or mice, don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548. It is that time of year. This is his busy season, so get on the schedule. If you need a spray, he's the guy. Does a fantastic job. I've never seen a living spider in my house any time after he's been here. I find a lot of dead ones, though. 
he's doing good work. He does great work. So what we were going to get into first, uh, like I said, we have two main stories and a couple to discuss in the rundown. Not, not too much, but the, uh, we talked about this last week and it was actually in the rundown, but then while we were doing it, somebody was like, well, there was a 13 year old driving the truck that struck the, yeah, van. I got the update on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I didn't. And I, yeah. at that point in time, I did not know that. So I wanted to look more into it. Um, and I have a couple, uh, crash photos actually to pop up. Yeah. Here those as are well, those are pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. So the, here's, uh, this being obviously the van that was, uh, carrying the golf team and then the truck that was driven by the 13 year old. So the 13 year old and a, and a grown man were in that truck, uh, both passed away in the crash. So they're, it, it's kind of like a situation where they're never going to know why the 13 year old was driving. And we had discussed to the age of driving, um, you can actually apply for your learner's permit in Texas at the age of 15, but you, you can start taking the, the class in school driver's ed. You can take at age 14 at age 15, you can apply for your permit. Um, but yeah, 13 year old throughout the investigation was found to be the one who was driving that vehicle. And it'll sadly never be known why that was happening. Like what, what was did, going on? Did I, did I see that? They were like a Mennonite family or something like that. You, if you did, I did not. I didn't see that part. I, I, I can't remember. I thought I read that in an article. I keep don't quote me on that because I can't remember. But I, for some reason, I'm thinking it was something goofy because I didn't like remember thinking I didn't know there were Mennonites in Texas. But yeah, so the University of Southwest is actually in New Mexico, uh, and sadly lost a coach and six golfers too survived the crash we're in critical condition but improving daily i just read uh when i was doing some research on it today that one of them is actually awake and eating um so that's good, good. yeah they're making some progress but it's uh it's just a really really sad story and uh they did you know a, a vigil and everything at the university for the students and the families of the students and just a really really sad story so uh Next one we're going to discuss a little bit, Col uh, Colby Covington. So did you you read up on this at all? Did we talk about this at all? I don't think we did. but um, I don't think we talked about it, no. But, yeah, I, I've read at least the, the initial reports of what happened. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm familiar. Masvidal is uh, alleged to have attacked him outside of a Miami Beach steakhouse called Pappy. Uh he was identified by Covington because he could hear the sound of his voice. Uh, he had a hoodie on and he could see his hair sticking out of it. He had on a blue surgical mask. So he's trying to yep. uh, conceal himself a little bit. And he said, you shouldn't have been talking about my kids. Covington suffered a fractured tooth and an abrasion on his wrist from a Rolex, a $95,000 watch got, got damaged during it. $15,000 worth of damage to the watch. So shit. because of the broken tooth, you have, uh, it's you know, considered a bone. It's a felony. So he's got a felony charge for the aggravated battery. And because of the price of the damage, because that's how criminal mischief is, is scaled. And that's even common in Pennsylvania. It's based off of uh, price. So the amount of damage, I should say, price of damage. 
So the criminal mischief's $15,000 worth of damage, also a felony. Uh, he, when, when uh, they took Masvidal into custody, he had marks on his hand and stitches that were, were like, that were closing up a wound that he had, uh, probably from either the tooth or the watch. So not looking good, but he did plead not guilty. Uh, there's a court date, court date coming up. I don't know when exactly it is, but uh, not only did he plead not guilty, but he demanded at his his written plea that he sent in because he was given bail fifteen thousand made bail. Um, in his written plea, he actually demanded a trial, so that's probably going to a jury trial. I, I mean, if he holds That'd his ground, right. usually, usually guys like that yeah. who are probably fucked are the ones who are like, yeah, I'm going to trial. And then they get an attorney and attorney's like, yeah, I'd, pl- I'd probably take the plea deal. Cause if you get found guilty on <laughs> both, you're fucked yeah. and it's not looking good yeah. for you. So that's right. what a lot of, a lot of people, uh, you know, not to really go off track into attorneys, but that's kind of what a lot of people feel. They're like, well, he didn't do anything to help me. He just made me do a plea deal. He's like, no, he, he, Saw the discovery packet, yeah. saw the evidence they had, and said, "You yeah. don't have a fucking chance in hell." Yeah. Uh, yep. So take a plea deal. That's you know he's limiting yep. the time you have to spend in jail. It's kind of you know how that all works. But yep. Uh, so that's one we'll we'll keep an eye on. That's pretty wild because they just yeah, fucked. Right? Right. Yep. I don't follow the UFC yeah, very get, much, but the yeah, coming thing just looked his ass. Like, yeah, within within the last month, I believe. You know, it was it was not that long ago. Yeah. So there's yeah. uh some bad blood going on there clearly, but yeah, all sorts of crazy shit happening with the UFC. You know, it was between yeah. Velasquez well, and this and Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's kind of a bitch move. Like you had him square in the ring and got your ass kicked. Like don't go jump the guy after. Like grow up, get over it. You got beat up. Or yeah, yeah. like try try and fight him again. You know, why don't they do yeah. that? Well, yeah, yeah. Anything good here? Oh, we got a score update. St. Peter's up four with a minute and a half left. All right. Well, I'll peek. I'll peek at the TV every once in a while here. But uh, rundown. What do we got in the rundown? We got, oh, this is one that I found kind of, this isn't really terrible, but it's pretty funny. Rex Chapman. So if you've been watching. If you've been watching the tournament, because I actually didn't even realize that was him for a while, but I'm like, who's this bald guy with blue fucking glasses? It looks like a kind of a penis. <laughs> I was like, this, what's going on here? Rex Chapman uh, on live TV gives an RIP shout out to Pete Gillen, the former Virginia coach. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, uh, his, you know, co-anchors on the show there, they like said, there you go. And then they quickly changed the subject. But um, later, you know, Chapman, I think on the next broadcast or whatever is like, yeah, my bad. I, you know, I thought he had <laughs> passed away. But yeah, he, he's like 25 years ago, Virginia, RIP, Pete Gillen. And they're all just like, what? (laughs) Important news break. He's like in super good health. So it doesn't, um, I don't know. Uh, Next one, I'm going to, I got another photo to show on this one. Uh, Rachel Balkover. So this woman here, 
was named the she's the first woman to be named head coach of a minor league baseball team. She coaches the Tampa Tarpons, who are in the Yankees uh, farm system. During a drill, took a baseball to the jugular, and uh, as you can see, uh, not great. Holy crap. So, like, stroke symptoms? Is that? No. She got hit with a well, fucking said, baseball. Well, you said jugular, and her eye is. I meant head. I meant her head. I meant her oh, head. Okay. <laughs> Words. I was, like, right. I was like, well, it looked like her smile's a little droopy on that side. I thought, no, she got popped with a baseball during a drill. Yep. Kind of okay. looks like, looks like Joe, Joe B's 2015. Yeah, when I got my cheekbone blasted and nine fractures in my face. That was a good time. But uh, credit to her, though. Uh, she made light of the situation. She did miss her very first game, like the first game of the season. <laughs> She's the first female coach. She missed it, but she uh, came back with some some kind of like light jokes about it where she said, uh, yeah, it's pretty shitty. She, I had some modeling gigs lined up as well. And apparently those aren't happening now, but like, so she made, she made light <laughs> of it a little bit, but uh, kudos to her, you know, tough chick. She's, she's going to be back in the, back in the ballpark here before we know it, but that's all I got for the rundown. I don't have, it was a, a slow week. It was mostly yeah. just, NFL chaos. There's no like, yeah, not too much uh, extra shit. Uh, the Raiders have been well behaved, so you know that that will shorten the segment. Them alone. <laughs> That's because they're not living in Vegas, right? They now. must not. Yeah, they take off. Their, yeah. So things that sting. Brought to you by Jones Pest Control and Spiders Bees or Mice. Don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control eight one four two three zero nine five four eight. It's that time of year. Get a hold of them. He'll hook you up. We'll be right back. Blue Line Auto, located at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, East in Warren, is locally owned and operated and is a family-run business specializing in vehicle sales and service. They offer state and safety inspections and general car repairs, including but not limited to brakes and rotors, tires, oil changes, batteries, starters, and alternators. They also offer vehicle undercoating prior to winter to help keep your vehicle protected. Currently, their hours are Monday through Wednesday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Thursday and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call them today to schedule your next appointment at 814-230-9061. Your safety is their goal. Hi, this is Ryan Klein, the host of the new pop culture podcast, Me, Myself, and Rye. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms. Special guests, breakaway shows, bonus episodes, cold beers, and a whole lot more. So what are you guys and gals waiting for? Subscribe now to the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast on Spotify or wherever it is that you get your shows and start listening today. My high, Joe and Skeddy's very own world of sports.
My Hives presented by Blue Line Auto. For all your automotive needs, call Blue Line Auto at 814-230-9061 or stop in 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, Easton Warren. Before we get into Deshaun, I had a comment that I missed at the talk of the conference. I might have been pushing the podcast at the conference a little bit over a table full of beers. <laughs> so clearly Frederick was listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, we did talk slightly about it at the beginning and how I spent my birthday in a hotel room with my chief, which was, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't horrible. Like I said, it could have been, there could have been a way worse scenario where to, where to spend, you know, your birthday and they had bush light. So that that's going to make Not me happy. Bad. That's going to make me happy 10 times out of 10 full of many. Yes. We, yeah. we handled some, handled some business down there. The peacocks just win. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did by three. Holy shit. Awesome. St. Pete. This National Peacocks Day. That's good. It is. All right, where are we getting to here? Deshaun, the aftermath. Is that what we're into? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was going to be the original Scuddy on Sports, and the more I thought about it, I was like, "That's that segment's not long enough. This is a whole segment of just so much going on with this. Well, go ahead and get us started. Where do you want to start off? Well, I mean, first things first, I think the Browns made a hell of a trade here. Uh, If he plays, from a pure football perspective, they didn't have to give up a player. They give up, what was it, three first-round picks, a third and two-fourths? Was that that right? Five picks total, wasn't there, or was it six? Yeah, I think think it was three firsts, a third and two-fourths is what they ended up being because I think they gave up – or they get like a sixth or something like that. Yeah, I I had it pulled up earlier. I Either just way. have a I have a hunch the suspension is, is looming. Uh and actually well, go ahead. Go ahead. I have something there, I want to pull up well, here too. I was gonna say there there's something else to talk about in this. Uh you know we'll see what happens with this suspension. I think there is something coming now. He was cleared of criminal charges the second Oh, excuse me. Second grand jury failed to indict him. So, you know, it's really just the civil cases now. But I I would be surprised if he plays a, uh, at all next year, honestly. I think it's at least a six to eight game suspension. And I really think it's possible that it, it's a full season for him, which I think is indicated by the contract they gave him. He gets like a million dollars his base salary this year. So like, you know, it, it's less than $60,000 a game. He makes. So you the, think they know, if you think the Browns know it's coming. Well, yeah, they put a gear. I mean, he's got what a $45 million signing bonus, million dollar base salary, just because if he gets suspended, he won't lose money. Like that's how desperate they were, which blows my freaking mind that you would help a guy like that when he's going to hurt your team this year. But yeah, I, I think they know that something's coming. I think he expects something to come and, that's why they did it the way they did it. He's getting absolutely smoked on Twitter right now. And I want to read a excerpt from his, uh, his news conference okay. today. Cause that was the big news was today was the news conference. I, I right? caught part of it. I, I didn't see the I didn't see the whole thing. I caught part of it. So the reporter asks him, cause he discusses having approximately 40 different massage therapists. 40. Okay. Okay. So the that's, reporter says quite the number. I'm going to go back to 40 massage people. Why not just find one you really like and stick with that person? 40 just seems like so many. Deshaun's response. Well, 
I never, as far as the team, and when I say team, I'm not saying the Cleveland Browns, but my agency and things like that, 40 is just over time. It's not in one period of time. I've been in Houston for five years, so you go to different people, and that's just how, like I said before, I can't get too far into the details, but as businesses work and you move and meet different people and people have different schedules and blocks, you kind of meet people over time. So that's what his response was. Here's what I heard when I when I read that. Do you remember the time that uh, <clears throat> um, Wow, well, I'm drawing a blank on his name. What's the dirtbag from Penn State's name? Sandusky? Sandusky, yeah. Jerry Sandusky. Remember when the news reporter asked him, uh, they said, are you sexually attracted to little boys? And his response was, huh, am I sexually attracted to little boys? And everybody was like, the fucking answer is no. <laughs> You had to repeat that in your head? You had to repeat the question he asked you in your head before you gave an answer? Yep. What? Yep. Yep. And it just, that's kind of what, like, the vibe I got when I was reading the transcript from Deshaun Watson's press conference today. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, what's he going to say? This is 22 accusers. This isn't... uh, you know, this isn't one accuser where you can say, no, nah, this was, a you know, you know, you go the Kobe Bryant route. No, no, this was a consensual encounter. And which, I mean, I guess he's not being accused of rape like Kobe was. Uh, you know, this is whatever. What is it? Sexual assault is what they're technically deeming. Yeah, it I think I think it was yeah. Uh, the yeah, it's not rape. It, it was the gist of the charges were in, in most instances while he was maybe laying on his back or something. He grabbed massage therapist's hand and you know, put, put yeah, old, yeah. So he's a creep. Yeah. Put old dad in it. Yeah, he's yeah. A, yeah he's a fucking yeah, creep. Yeah. If they he's wanted creep. to, not, if not they wanted to jerk way, you but... off, they would have. You don't need to guide yeah. their hand there. Like they're not yeah. nervous. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's still, you know, it's not a single accuser. You know, so what what is he going to say? This is twenty. This is where I'm intrigued to see where this plays out because this, you know, is twenty two. 22 cases? 22. Right? 22. So, you know, like, I don't know if I see this go in the way of, hey, this is a one-time mistake. This is like a serial predator accusation they're making against them. Right. Um, Which I think there's another one. You fully guaranteed this guy's contract. What happens if, if you know, this goes to a civil trial and they say, oh, no, we, we believe the girls. He's got to pay them. Like, you still are going to have to pay this guy. I don't think there's an out in that contract. I, I can't imagine anyway. I, no. I don't know what the out would be in the contract. Fully guaranteed. Recorded. Fully yeah, guaranteed means I'm fully saying, guaranteed. Right? Yeah. I, I well, just, actually, you know, hold on. Hold on. Now that you say that, now that you say that, let me pull up something else because I just screenshotted this the other day for the purpose of talking about it on here. Okay. <clears throat> so maybe there is a void because let's, rewind to randy gregory and dallas yep and he, him snubbing them and going to denver right right yeah quote, there, that was in his contract what was well in the cowboys contract that's why he snubbed them was because if you get suspended right contract they, is going void they said voiding a guarantee because a guy gets fined 
is not in any contract with any other team in the league. When questioned, team said the clause is in every contract, but Dak Prescott's. When Gregory learned exactly. of the language being inserted into the contract, he apparently said, fuck them. So that's it. So maybe there is something in Deshaun's, but I, I would assume that Deshaun would say, this. fuck you. If that language is in there, I'm not coming to play in Cleveland. And he's not. Yeah, but they ain't getting those picks back. <laughs> oh, no, no, they're they're. That's what I'm saying. They're, their picks are gone. Even if there is language where they voids the contract, the picks are gone. You're, you're toast now. Now, now who's right. yours? You could have traded all that away for anything, which I don't think, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. But especially the fact that they, again, they gave him $1 million base salary expecting the suspension to come. That tells me that there's nothing. They're full 100%. We don't care what happens. You're our QB of the future. And I just think that's a uh, – it's been interesting to talk to Browns fans. I'd be kind of interested to what uh, – Joe's take was on this because you know I talked to like uh, a couple buddies that are Browns fans and they're like pumped they're like this is awesome we have Deshaun Watson he's going to be our quarterback and then I've talked to another Browns fan that's kind of like I don't know if I can bring myself to root for this guy knowing what's going on in his personal life right um which I think is a fair it's it's a fair spot to be in again this is not a you know we've seen winning races everything you know if Deshaun Watson wins in Cleveland. I'll be interested to see if 22 accusations are enough to make people not forget. Otherwise, you know, you got people like, uh, you know, Ray Lewis accused of murder. You got Roethlisberger. You got Kobe with the the sexual allegations. You know, this stuff all just went away. They started winning after that. Stuff all went away. Is that going to be the case for Watson? It, it's going to be – I'm interested to see how this all plays out in, in the long run for him. I, yeah, I don't – I mean, so – with the Browns fans I've talked to, the majority of them are kind of torn. It's like uh, the second group who you said you spoke to where they're like, well, uh, yes, cool, we got Deshaun Watson, but I don't know that I can cheer for that guy because it sounds like he's kind of a piece of shit. So they're, you know, yep. they're in the, in the middle. Now, if you go on Twitter where it's like just pure chaos 24 hours a day, and yep. I'd, been, I'd been following a Deshaun Watson – uh, type hashtag or a Browns hashtag. I can't remember exactly what it was, but those people are not on board with this at all. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, and in fact, when he opened Twitter, his mouth today, it, when they open, when he opened his mouth today, it got amplified. Uh, you know, ten times over to where they're like, we really hate him now. Like it's even worse. They just don't believe him. Yeah, and yep. and, and, yeah, I mean, and the important the important thing to remember too, though, is there's a lot of people who see a non-indictment and you know ten now ten total no bills returned. They think that that means well he didn't do it. That's not what it means. Yeah. It means there's not enough evidence not, not to, and it's something around yeah. like thirty three percent of uh, sexual assault cases are successfully prosecuted. That doesn't mean only thirty three percent of the time it happened. It just means you need evidence. Yep. You, you know, if, if there's yep. no evidence, then anybody could say whatever the fuck they want all the time and you'd get tossed in jail for it. And correct me if I'm wrong. A grand jury, that's still just like, you know, I can get called in for that, right? That's not like uh Pennsylvania you know, like to my lawyers. grand juries. I don't, I don't believe work in Pennsylvania, um, but no, no, I don't think I've some never states. 
some states what they do like texas and there's obviously a, n- a number of other places but they what they do is they take all the evidence that they have and it is presented to the whoever is selected for the grand jury they but review that's what it. Saying. who gets selected for that i think it's just just like jury duty is, is it just normal, per- I, so it's I, just a normal i'm pretty person. confident yeah i'm pretty sure yeah oh yeah it's okay. definitely yeah, grand yeah. jury is yeah. definitely okay. citizens. So it's a jury appears. Then. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yes. And they review everything. And at that point, that's when they're going to be like, uh, you know, yes, we think there's enough to prosecute. So and I don't know if like, I almost like, it kind of makes me think, and I'd have to research this a little bit because I never have. But so like in a preliminary hearing, if you're charged in Pennsylvania, your first order of business is a a preliminary hearing or a preliminary arraignment, depending on what the severity of the charges are. But if you have, you go to a preliminary hearing and say, uh, you think you want to, you want to know what they have. What's what are they going to testify to? What are they going to, you know, you don't bring evidence to it. You don't have to bring, you know, you can bring photo whatever, but basically it's a, what they call a a prima facie case. You have to prove 51% over 49 saying that in yep. most likelihood a crime was committed and in most likelihood that person being charged is the one who committed the crime. It's not a preponderance of the evidence or beyond reasonable doubt, I should say. Yeah. Uh, it's, yep. it's not, that's not what it is. That's what happens at jury trials. Yeah. But uh, so I almost wonder if a grand jury is kind of like a, a prelim. Yeah, that's. I just don't know a lot about them. That's something I don't know a lot about. I just, I just know that it's called a no bill when they return that no charges will be filed on that person. Because yeah, again, you know, that was kind of my question. Like, if this is just normal people, like we saw what happened in the OJ case. Now, granted, everyone had to vote that he was guilty there to to convict him. But like, OJ killed Nicole and Ron. Like, that's a fact. I don't care what anyone tells you. That's a fact. And yeah. he's found not guilty of it. So, like, j- j- the return of a, a no bill like this to me just means, you know, it's it's not nothing, but I, it's, it's not, it's, you know, he's it's, not absolved of the crime. To me, to me, what it is is, yeah, there's not enough to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. It doesn't mean he yep. didn't do it. It's just they exactly. have to prove yep. in the in the actual jury trial, they have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. And if the evidence that's shown to these people, they say, yeah, I don't think you have enough, you know? I, that's I did, what it is. I did kind of want to, I did kind of want to circle back. Cause like you're saying, and it's going to go on a little bit of a tangent and then I want to get back to Watson, but you're saying about how like Twitter is melting down because you know, Oh yeah. The Sean Watson shouldn't be, I kind of wanted to get in. This is what initially fired me up about this. Cause it pisses me off beyond belief. You see these idiots on ESPN. I saw a couple of them this week talking about how like, this proves that the NFL only cares about talent. They don't care about, and I think you said this before, uh, you know, the NFL really doesn't care about their, their female fan base. Um, you know, they don't care what these guys do. If you can succeed on the field, they're going to put you on the field. They're going to yeah. you're going to have a chance to play. Not only that, you know, he is now, I don't know if he's technically the highest paid player in NFL history, but he got the most guaranteed money in NFL history by like, it was a lot, $60 million, yeah. $80 million. I don't remember what the number was. It's something ridiculous. What drives me nuts is these people on ESPN are the same people that are sitting there telling you that Colin Kaepernick is getting blackballed from this league. You think <laughs> that if Colin Kaepernick had the same skill level as Deshaun fucking Watson, 
that they would be blackballing him because he took a knee. Meanwhile, Deshaun Watson, who is also a black man and is facing 22 civil cases for, uh, you know, basically, again, sexual assault, they just made him the highest paid player in fucking league history. So right. tell me again how you think the league is racist when you got up here and said, well, actually, all that matters is can you play or not? Well, it just blows my mind. These people talk themselves in this circle. Like, well, if Cap could play, he would be playing. And I hope to fucking God that somebody does sign him. I, I don't care where I, it's I, at, I, Seattle, I Carolina, whoever. I hope that somebody does sign him so that he can go out there, get cut, probably not even – maybe yep. make the team as a backup. And, and, yep. and we yep. can just be done with the whole he's blackballed thing. Here's your opportunity. Yep. You, you know, you wonder – it's amazing to me that people are like, I can't believe he hasn't been given a shot. He literally made a video yep. about calling the league and the combine yep. slave modern day slavery. Yep. Yep. They they yep. come and, it, and look at your physique and then they purchase you for the greatest price and blah blah yep. blah. And it's like, dude, and they're giving you millions of dollars to be a free man. Yep. They want the yep. best product yep. for their for their team. They, winning makes money. Winning is revenue. It, they they how do they not fucking pick up on any of that? This That's what I'm That's my whole point in this whole thing. It blows my freaking mind that these same people could sit here and tell you because it obviously is. It's always been about that. If you can play, you are going to play. They don't care what you do. They just made this guy the highest paid player in NFL history or most guaranteed money again, however you want to phrase it. They traded away five, six draft picks to go get this guy. If you can play, Teams are going to want you. Colin Kaepernick can't play. That's it's the long and short of it. Like they, that's just it blows blows my mind that anyone can say otherwise. Yeah, they uh, the the just I'm just over it, and I just want somebody to pick yep. him up. Everybody also seems to somehow forget that he got benched in fla- in uh, favor of Blaine Gabbert. Oh yeah, also also like, it, it's yeah yeah I just I yeah. don't know yeah but anyway that was a side tangent. Back to the to the matter. Another thing we're talking about again is that guaranteed money. I can't fathom how. What are they going to do with this team if Watson misses games this year? They brought in jo- Jacoby Brissett, so they obviously thought they could deal Baker, which is not looking likely. So they're just going to cut Aaron, Baker. Aaron said way earlier in the comments. I think, or no, maybe it was Hunter. One of the two said that the Browns are looking for no more than a first right now. Like they want a first. It, See, I did. I heard or nothing less. Way. Nothing less than a first. Yeah. yeah either way, you can't drag the fucking guy's name through the mud, and and expect yeah, to get yep. something crazy back for him. It makes no sense. But it's like well, just so classic Cleveland to like be like, it, oh, it, it, our quarterback's a cancer. We're looking for an adult. Yep. Hey, you want to you want to give us yep. a first round pick for him though? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It, that's it. They could not have Browns this any harder than they brought. <laughs> like this should be good times for the Browns. Like. You just got went and got a franchise changing talent at quarterback. Even if he plays, if if he somehow faces no suspension, they still blew this because now you took the first overall pick and you're not going to be able to move him. They're going to have to cut Baker Mayfield. That's what's going to happen. But yeah. they might get lucky and someone gets hurt and it's going to be an Amari Cooper style like give us a sixth round pick and he's yours. Like it's just it's so classic Cleveland. It, it's it blows my mind. The whole thing mean, is just. Like, meanwhile, they literally could have played it off like, "Hey, uh, we're just upgrading the position." You know, Baker's yeah, serviceable. Yep. He's got room to grow. He's yep. young. Uh, you know, we're just yep. upgrading the position. You know what? What will you give us for him? And now, 
nobody knows where he's even going to end up. Actually, I read today too that the Lions are a possibility. So just I I, I would believe it. I think that I mean, they were Jared one of the teams I put on a list. They, they were one of the teams I had a list. There's like five or six teams because again, I'm still looking for like Garoppolo to get traded and so, you know somewhere in yeah. this. But there's not many teams left. Like I saw the Panthers an organization, as an organization's like the Panthers came out and said we have no desire to get Baker and. Baker yeah. said he's got no desire to be there, so that's one team off. Um, yeah, and there aren't yeah, many left. Not a lot like, needed. Saints just took Jameis, so that's – I mean, I would yep. assume he's going to be the starter there. Uh, yeah, if you look at the the list of teams that were needy for a quarterback, are they're yep. starting to diminish. Even Atlanta, as soon as they moved on from Matt Ryan, in comes Marcus Mariota, and that's who they – it sounds like intend yep. on starting. So – yeah, it blows uh, my mind. But yeah, yeah, it's just a, it's kind of a, a fucking shit show. So, but the and, the, but the and number of teams are is declining, and we still have Baker sitting as a backup. You still have the, Jimmy G, who uh, you would yep. think is going to end up somewhere. Yep, uh, but you know, like Baker, there's another one. You know, Jimmy G, the Niners could at least, and that's what they've been trying to do, is sell this idea that he could come back and start. Which I think after this year, they were kind of like, you know, okay, this is it, it's Trey Lance's time. Right now, you just paid Deshaun Watson again, two hundred and two hundred and forty, two hundred and thirty million fully guaranteed, whatever, yeah. whatever number was, yeah, whatever the number was, fully guaranteed. Teams know you are getting rid of Baker Mayfield. That's like if I have a pickup truck and I want to sell it to you, and I'm like, hey, you know, here's the price. You might say, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. I'll look into it. And then the next day, I go out and buy a fancy new pickup truck, and I'm like, hey, uh, you, you know, same price for that truck still, and you say. Yeah, actually, now I'm going to give you ten grand less because I know you need out of the truck. Right, I'm going to lowball you. That's what yeah. teams are going to do. They're going to you. They know you need out. That's what happened to Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper should have went maybe not for what Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams went for, but like the dude was. If they're worth you know a first plus, Amari Cooper's yeah. worth at least a second round pick. Yeah, at that, least and probably multiple that, or one first. That trade was highway was robbery. Yeah, well, they knew he was going to get cut because they wanted out of his contract. So, yeah. hey, here's a fifth. You know, we'll take him off your hands. We'll we'll eat the money. And they said, okay. Uh, you know, it, it's just mind blowing to me how how hard they they Browns that away. Because I really think before that happened, I think they could have probably got a first for Baker. Someone would have looked at that that upside and said, you know, he was hurt last year. Like Seattle's got picks now. I think Seattle, you could have got a first for him. And now you'll get nothing. It's just a uh, just crazy. And yeah. then, you know, the other side of this is what does the quarterback market do now? I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, you got to be happy that Allen signed his deal before this happened. Like, I'm it, thinking, like, what's what's uh like a Justin Herbert? What's his deal going to look like? Lamar. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, Lamar is one that, and he's going to get so overpaid, so so overpaid. It's going to be stupid. Like, I just. It just seems like the whole the whole scenario seems just absolutely surreal to me. The whole the league's just fucking being flipped upside down. That's what's happening. Yeah, it doesn't make none yeah. of it makes any sense. And they're gonna like, I mean, eventually they're gonna have to start. I mean, they already are, and we know that COVID set that back. But the cap is gonna have to significantly go up because the what literally at this pace. You are going to have really, really good football players sitting 
out seasons because teams won't be yeah. able to afford them. Yeah. And they won't play for yeah. anything less than, you know, th- what this it, guy it, made. They, and they're going to end up sitting. And they're gonna, and you're going to see a team who has, you know, two or three undrafted players plugging in positions because they cost a million a year or whatever it might be. Yep. I, I mean, again, you know, like I said earlier, it, it's turned into the NBA now. These guys want all their money. They want all their money fully guaranteed. They'll throw, throw a fit and get out of wherever they're at. Like, it, it's just – the league is headed in a bad direction. It is. We need some of these. We need some of these teams to to be the Redskins, to be the Dan Snyder teams. They were this shit just blows up in their face, and then you know they yeah. look like clowns to other teams. Say, okay, yeah, wait, no, well, let's just go back to what's tried and true. Right. Um. Yeah. You because know, especially since I still, you know, I still think the Bucks and the Rams winning were that's both kind of fluky that it happened like that. Like I just. You know, not that the teams weren't good, but they there was a little bit of luck involved. No, but in we, but you're right though. We need these teams. Storm. We need these teams who are unloading everything to pick up yeah. player X, Y, and Z. Yep. And yep, you know, it just Hunter. What are you blabbing about? Yeah, now? you guys are talking about the Watson aftermath well, when it should be. How, how many sexual assault lawsuits does uh, Rogers have there, Hunter? Yeah, because that's the point yeah, of the segment is the fact that. We don't even know that, that he just got a gigantic contract with uh, what a boatload of picks that Cleveland pushed yeah. out, and we're unsure whether yeah. or not he's even going to see the field in, in the next season. So, and it comes yeah. down to yeah, and this how, is it going to hurt the team financially because of fans? Are they you know they won't yep. stick around or whatever it might be? <laughs> <laughs> That is uh, assuming. Uh, it, it, oh no, I guess not. But yeah, uh, it, it's it, it's good. The Rogers thing, like the Rogers, was the first domino to fall, which is what led all this done. But this is not Rogers. Uh, this is not Rogers' aftermath. This is Bucks. This is Bram's aftermath. Is what it is. Team saw that this this uh, style of of team building has won the last two years. So now everybody is just saying. Screw it. If we're close at all, let's go. Like, I actually think the Packers are in, like, they're in real bad shape. I, I, I just think they're, Rodgers has one more year. I don't think they're going to be very good this year. And it, it, that's going to look, that's going to come back to bite them, I think. That that whole deal. I their think wider, their, their wide, wide receiver room is looking thin. Uh, yep. but now they got could, the draft pick, but. But, could the, but could this play to exactly what we're talking about where the, the, the influx of younger, less, you know, lesser paid earlier yep. in contracts, wide receivers and can Rogers make them good. I mean, I, I don't think Valdez Scantling was very good in green Bay. Some people would disagree with me on that, but he just got a three, you know, he's getting, he's getting 10 yeah. million a year now. Yep. Yep. And he showed some flashes there. I will say I talked to uh, I talked to Ron earlier this week, and he was saying what he thinks that they're trying to do is you get rid of Adam, so you're not trying to huck it too many times a game, and you get to your you know you paid Aaron Jones, you have AJ Dillon, who's I think AJ Dillon's a stud. Like he's thinking maybe they're going to go towards a little more run oriented offense, and then just let Rodgers make the throws when he needs to make the throws, like just step up and be the guy when he has to be, rather than just having to carry the team on his back and be the MVP. Which, if that's true, and that's what they're trying to do, I, you know, maybe it works out for them because it's obvious whatever they've been doing hasn't worked for them. 
they, you know, they don't get it done come playoff time. Uh, speaking of receivers too, while we're on it, I mean, this is way off topic of Deshaun at this point, but, um, the DK Metcalf rumors are, are still swirling pretty hard too, that he could be, uh, traded somewhere. I- it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to want to play through a rebuild there, which obviously, yeah. you know, I don't think Drew Locke's the answer. So, you know, well, unless they get Baker or something crazy. No, Colin's going to be oh, there. Boy. He's going to save it. Save the franchise. <laughs> dude, dude, I want to see DK Metcalf and Colin Kaepernick get in a fist fight on the sideline because be- Cap can't hit him down the field. That'd be awesome. Well, I just don't think they're uh, – like – as far as franchises go in the NFL, I think Seattle would be the best place for him to be. He can uh, purchase, purchase right in. He can purchase a home down in Chaz while he's there. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh geez. Hunter yeah, says he, he tweeted about that. Yeah, they tweet shit all the time though, and then they're fucking traded the next day. So I mean, he did. There was a. I did see his response to a Kansas City post somebody said uh somebody tweeted the doors open for dk metcalf in kansas city and he tweeted back you better close it i heard it gets cold there (laughs) 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 so if if, you know what maybe dk will literally surprise all of us and just be like loyal guy to his team and you know i don't know but cool good on him if he wants to i wouldn't want to be in seattle yeah ever but um, no no, you know, I, I especially mean, with no no quarterback now. I mean, fuck, Russell Wilson couldn't get the ball to him because he couldn't stay on his feet. How the hell is Drew Locke yep. or or uh, anybody Baker, Colin? Doesn't I, fucking matter. Malik Malik Willis, I think, is who it's going to end up being. I hear they're pretty enamored with him. They have like the ninth pick in the draft. So he went to Liber- yeah, he went to Liberty University. He went to Liberty University. He's not going to fit in very well in Seattle. <laughs> well, that's that's a fair point. <laughs> is, about, he gonna, is he going to blackball them and say, "Nah, don't, don't draft me. Yeah, not coming to play here." Yeah, he wants to play for the I, Texans. I or again, we're I know we're off topic, but whatever. Who gets it's your hive. Yeah. you can do whatever you yeah. want to do. It's uh, your hive. I can't believe I can't believe anyone wants to go play in Seattle when like Russell Wilson has never struck me as kind of a, like he's always just seemed like he's. I hate to see Hawks, but he's always just seemed like a good dude. Um, you know, like he doesn't seem like a complainer. He's just kind of right. put his head down and work and let's win. And, you know, if he's telling you, hey, I, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to play behind this line. I'm going to do, you know, have these little grumblings. I don't want to be here. How bad does it have to be there? Like it has to be, you know, something's not got to be good. And maybe it's just, you know, like a, a Belichick Brady thing where you've been together with Carol for so long, you're button heads and, you know, you just—it's time for a change, but it, it just doesn't seem like a good sign that he wants out so bad. Well, Pete Carroll, so Pete Carroll's a douche. Yes. So yes. I don't blame Russell Wilson for not liking him. It doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, but oh, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, how do how do we not have on the things that sting the Broncos Stadium catching on fire? I didn't even know that that happened. You didn't see that? Like, oh yeah. Like a no, whole section what? of seats caught on fire. Russ is cooking, baby. Russ is cooking. Russ is cooking. Yeah, yeah. I didn't a, see that at all. In the stadium. 
Why did yeah, nobody tell me that? You gotta like, send me that stuff. This is, that I didn't. I forgot my uh, uh, Riley's brother showed me last night at dinner. That yeah, yeah there's a big section of seats like on fire. Yeah, should have got that and sent that. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, I need I need that kind of stuff for that segment for sure because I don't see. I mean, I see most shit. I follow enough sports pages and yep. uh, Twitter accounts that I usually get some good stuff. But uh, that would have been awesome. There's probably video. Was there video? Oh yeah, yeah there was. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah, you could see some flames raging. It's pretty good. <laughs> what, what someone happened? Must have felt, someone must. I I someone fell asleep smoking a joint. I don't. I don't know. It's Denver, man. That's Denver. That's a good point. Yeah, probably, that's quite quite like, possible. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was wild, but yeah. All right, you ready to wrap this up? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's time. It was a good uh, after dark. A lot of people engaging in comments. We always appreciate that. Uh, Thank the sponsors. Swing Juice, Pub 302, JP Photography, uh, Bush Light, of course, Your Daily Local, Jones Pest Control, Me, Myself, and Rye Podcast, and Blue Line Auto. Uh, Thank you all. Hunter sent me a... Damn. Send me a video. No, he sent me a picture of it, though. Yeah, That's, like, on fire, on fire. That's not, like... Yeah, that's what I told you. It was... It, yeah, it was It was serious. Yeah. You know, it's, like, they're plastic chairs. I don't know how it caught like that. Like, I don't Dude, know what, somebody had to have on. done that. That has to be an arson. Has to be. I, how would those have, I would caught, how would those have naturally they're... caught on fire? Is there is there electrical underneath? I don't know, but like the oh, maybe they're heat, they could be heated seats. Yeah, that's possible. Oh, that's um, Denver. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, so next week on the things this thing, Denver FD extinguishing a fire at Mile High Stadium. How the fuck does that happen? All right, we'll get into it. But again, thank you everybody who joined us. Uh, weird late night show. I kind of liked it though. Yeah, yeah, it was different. I'm kind of into it. Uh, Josh, okay, wait, hold on. Josh says, uh, I read it was in a construction area. Yeah, that's possible, I suppose, but it makes sense. Yep. Yeah, there's no, got to yeah, but it's definitely seats. It did look like they were like, let yeah. Josh, let's assume arson right now, and then next week <laughs> we'll, we'll clear the air. But right now we're assuming arson. There's, uh, um, it's probably a female football fan. Because she just hates the league now because they don't care about her. And I don't blame her for that. that re- reasonable. Heard about the Watson deal. Burn this mother down. Yeah. So I like it. it some of it makes sense. All right, everybody. Thank you again uh, for joining us on the Beehive Sports Podcast, episode two of season two, the After Dark special. Maybe we'll do some more of these. I kind of like the late night stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. I like it. Uh, again, thank you all the sponsors. Thank you for everybody who, who joined us and was in the comments. Uh, until next week, take care. Be safe. <laughs>